welcome to the first of our We Will Get Through This podcasts. And, well, what can I say? It's a very drab, grey day in Wales as we are just into the start of our second lockdown. Wales is all locked down. It seems like a good time to start recording our podcast because there shouldn't be any traffic, there'll be no noise, there'll be no interference as long as everyone's sticking to the rules. So I'm Eileen and you'll find out more about me a little bit later on but our first guest for this series of podcasts is Phil who is going to be allowed to ramble on about himself for as long as he likes as he's been doing a sterling job. He's very used to listening to other people's stories but we're going to let him have a little time to tell us a bit about himself before we go to the mystery voice which is going to ask him some very focused questions. So Phil, tell us a bit about yourself. That sounds very worrying but thank you very much for the introduction. Uh, yeah, so I'm Phil. I'm the Chief Officer of the uh, charity Tanamine Wellbeing. Uh, we're based in Blyneth-Ostiniog, where we have the uh, Wellbeing Centre, but we now operate all over North Wales. And um, we support people, obviously, with mental health issues, um, wellbeing-related problems, and um, have all sorts of different projects which are operating... Uh, literally across North Wales, mostly focused in our own area of South Gwynedd, Merioneth, but um, other other areas as well. And how has this Covid situation affected your operations? I guess it's changed dramatically yes, in the indeed. last... So yes, it has, it has very much so. So up until uh, March, what we were doing really was uh, what I would call the traditional forms of support. So lots of individual support, lots of group support, uh, working with people using a, a tool called the Recovery Star, which basically helped people to focus on what they needed to um, look at as far as their priorities for their well-being were concerned, um, and, and working with people to set goals and action plans in order to improve their well-being and their mental health generally. Um, obviously, now we're not allowed face-to-face -face work. Um, the individual support that we were providing through that means, and also lots of the groups that we've provided across our area have now had to had to stop. Um, and so we've had to basically redesign most of our services to enable us to be able to deliver these things virtually uh, or digitally uh, or by telephone um, instead of the way that would be uh, traditional for us to deliver those services. So uh, yeah, it's been a very steep learning curve, I think, certainly for me. Um, learning all sorts about uh, video platforms and podcasting and all of those sorts of things that uh, didn't really come into our vocabulary up until uh, recently. But um, it's also been a really exciting time. Uh, and um, I hope that uh, the people who have uh, taken advantage of our services have really benefited from the, the changes that we've made. Thanks, Phil. I did tell you I would allow you time to ramble yes, on. Yes, rambling. You have rambled all that <laughs> time. Thank you for that. I also did say that hopefully there wouldn't be any traffic noise, but I think there are some people out there who are maybe not sticking to the rules in Wales, and I could certainly hear some traffic. Hopefully it's not interfering with the quality of this podcast. So we've got a sense of what you are, how you work, how you've been working over the past few months. 
But now what we really want to get down to is who you are. Ooh. Who is this Phil? That's what very I, worrying. What are you as a person? So I'm going to bring in the mystery voice. It's the Mental Health Podcast with Eileen and Phil. It's the Mental Health Podcast with Eileen and Phil. What is your favourite part of the job? Um, my favourite part of the job is, believe it or not, speaking to people. So I really enjoy having a chat with people to find out what their issues are, help them through issues that um, I may have some answers to, which they may may feel that they're stuck in, uh, and uh, the opportunity of just hearing people who are improving their mental health and well-being is a real um, uh, push and a real buzz for me. Uh, I think we've allowed us to drift back into the realms of work, so um, I'm going to ask this mystery voice to ask some more personal questions. Brown sauce or tomato ketchup? Definitely brown sauce, delicious, spicy, goes with anything, particularly delicious in a bacon sandwich. Have you ever had a nickname? If not, what nickname would you give yourself and why? Now, that's a difficult one because my only nickname that I'm aware of, although I'm sure other people have nicknamed me many times uh, behind my back, but the only one that was ever given to me to my face was a variation of my initials, so PG. Um... Unfortunately, the only way that that was interpreted was as the very favourite brand of tea. Other tea brands do exist and um, are very delicious, I'm sure. But that was my nickname when I was at the uh, secondary school I used to go to. What was the name of the last book you read? Now, that's an interesting one because I'm very much at the moment into uh, crime novels and um, although I can't actually remember the name of the book, it was a very interesting spy novel written by a man called Charles Cummings. Um, and um, he's a former MI5 agent and has quite a lot of uh, interesting insights into that life and uh, how it all works out. So that was my last uh, the book that I finally finished. I do, I do actually start quite a lot of books, uh, often don't get very far into them um, and sometimes don't finish them. But um, I, I move on to the next one, and as I say, Cummings was the last one that I uh, really did enjoy. When you feel down, what do you do to cheer yourself up? I love to go for a walk. We are beautifully um, blessed by a fantastic uh, part, of living in a fantastic part of the world, and uh, there's nothing better than to go for a brisk walk along the Malvac Trail just near to uh, where we live uh, and enjoy the scenery and the water and see the birds and the wading birds in the estuary. What do you do when it's raining? Um, look out the window, do a lot of complaining about the weather and about how it should be nicer and um, cursing the weatherman. Um, but other than that, I think um, a lot of reading, playing, and I won't give you any... Um, uh, renditions but playing the ukulele is something I'm also trying to learn so the opportunity of going into my shed and playing the ukulele is something that I do enjoy when the weather isn't quite as nice as it could be. Cake or pasty? Definitely pasty, I'm a savoury boy 
and um, pasty with brown sauce. That's the that's the ultimate. That is for me really at the end of the day. So yeah, definitely pasty. Although I do enjoy cake from time to time as well. I have to say so. Uh, but if I was having to choose, I would definitely go pasty. If you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be and why? Um, uh, well, this could be a big one or a small one, really, couldn't it? Um, I suppose uh, we would all like there not to have been the wars that have taken place in our country in the past. So maybe um, uh, stopping Adolf Hitler being born might be a good, uh, a good thing to have done. But who knows what would have happened I'm sure somebody else would have probably risen and done the same thing. So lots of lots of different things that might be possible, but um, uh, something something major like that, some major change in world history, would probably be where I would uh, uh, pitch that one. It's the mental health podcast with. to hear that our mystery questioner asking you all those questions um interesting that you say that you'd go back in history and um maybe rewrite some of the wars that people have experienced or that we've been through but maybe something in more recent history a lot of people might say they might want to rewrite this whole covid experience um but you know hopefully some of these different initiatives that you're taking up and introducing into the um, well-being support will help to alleviate issues that are around the pandemic that we're all having to live through at this present moment. Thank you very much. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we've all, uh, as you say, been um, struggling in one way or another with coping with what's going on. And it would be nice, wouldn't it, that to have um, been able to live for the last six or seven months without having to uh, restrict our activities and those things that we do, particularly seeing other people and um, our families. Um, but obviously for everyone's good, uh, these are things that we have to stick to for the time being. And let's hope that as soon as possible that the um, uh, scientists can come up with uh, a vaccine or some other means by which we can start to live more simple lives again. And on maybe a lighter note, maybe it would be good to hear a bit of that ukulele playing that you've been practising. And, uh, you know, I guess there are a lot of people out there who may have taken the opportunity to develop new hobbies, new interests, learn an instrument. Sometimes these situations freeze us and we don't actually feel that we can um, learn something new but others feel right this is the time I've got the opportunity I've written my list of all the things that I'm going to learn or achieve during this different phase of life and it's great to see that you're one of those people who've taken the opportunity to practice your ukulele playing what advice have you got for those people who perhaps find they do lack the motivation and find it really difficult to embrace the opportunity to do something different? Um, I would say that one way of trying to help you to um, achieve the things that you're trying to achieve, if you've made a decision to say learn learn a a musical instrument or maybe learn a different language or do something something like that, um, is is to actually attach it to 
something else that you do during the day. So an example of that might be um, go and do 10 minutes of ukulele practice or whatever it is you've chosen um, immediately after breakfast or immediately before lunch or just after tea in the evening. And if you sometimes anchor the activity to another activity that happens on a regular basis and you do that over the course of a period of time, um, only for a short time, 10 or 15 minutes, maybe the day is enough, then, then that, can not, that can become as much of a habit as the thing that you attach, to, attach it to. So being able to find what time suits you in the day, do it on a regular basis, only do it for a short period of time, and then doing each thing a little bit will eventually achieve there having been a, a, a much bigger change in, in um, how you've approached things and, and the skill that you're learning. They say that to learn a language or to learn an instrument, it's better to do 15 minutes a day than four hours all in one sitting on one day. So think of it that way. Try and attach it to another activity. Also, if you can, try and involve other people. Having other people's response to it or, or telling somebody that you're going to uh, try and achieve something can also be a motivating factor. Um, and um, particularly when that person might um, be willing to, uh, to, to sort of check up on you to see whether you've been doing what you've said you'll do. Um, and even some people sometimes go as far as, as either rewarding themselves or even submitting a forfeit. So if you don't do 15 minutes of practice over the course of the next five days, then uh, you'll have to go and buy your friend a cup of, uh, a cup of tea and a cake um, and, um, and you'll have to pay for it. As an example so so giving yourself an incentive of some sort whether that's rewarding yourself or or paying a penalty which is not a sort of serious thing but but it's just something which uh, will 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 help to motivate you can also be a really good motivating factor in trying to uh, stick to something that sounds like excellent advice and you know maybe that's something that may spur some of you out there on to take up that hobby that you've been planning on doing but not quite managed. So thanks for that. Thanks also, Phil, for um, your rambles and allowing yourself to be interrogated on a more personal level by our mystery guest. I hope you've all enjoyed this first episode of our We Will Get Through This podcast. We will get through this. Thank you very much. Yes, I very much enjoyed it and I hope you all have. And maybe we'll end on a little bit of ukulele. Excellent. So, Phil, you've obviously had loads of time on your hands to practice this ukulele. Well, not that much time, you know, I just... Um... <laughs> I know you've been very busy working. I, Absolutely. I'm very much aware of that. But there have been those little moments, because we all need them, moments of relaxation and fun. And I know that you've been sneaking off to do that ukulele playing. Those moments so... when I take myself over to the shed in the pouring rain and the bright sunshine and the strains of the ukulele emit forth into the countryside indeed yes yes and i hope you've warned all the neighbors that they need to put their earmuffs or earplugs in issued <laughs> earmuffs have been issued to all who may who may come into contact um, but all joking aside i think you knowing you i know you will have been making good progress so ready for another tune okay if you insist here we go Right, we're off. Bit of tuning up here. Here we go. 
a little bit out of tune, but he's on the spot, so bear with him. through this